Are you currently trying to reschool your horse and you're doing it by yourself and you're working alone and you're not sure how things are going? You don't know if it's you or if it's the horse and what's happening. You're not even that sure of what you're supposed to be reschooling, to be honest with you. Well, today I'm going to tell you how you can do this alone and by yourself. Hi there, my name is Lorna Leeson and welcome to the Daily Strides podcast, the podcast for equestrians all over the world helping you to have better conversations with your horse. And of course, one of the ways that I really and truly, I am such a believer in this, that you can really and truly have better conversations with your horse is through lunging and taking this tool, okay, and then using it to really and truly get clear on your aids, which therefore allows you to get really clear on how your horse is responding to your aids. And that is how you can then make the tweaks as you go, okay? Um, So I want to, first of all, before we kind of get into this, there is a huge difference, like huge difference between lunging and running in circles. They are not the same thing. And so often I have this conversation about lunging and people will say, oh, I don't use a lunge line. I do free lunging or loose lunging. That's not lunging, okay? Lunging is when you're actually using your aids in order to develop or improve the horse. And that can be a harsh fact. And a lot of people will say, that's not true, but that is true. (laughs) That is what it is, okay? I'm not saying that the other does not have benefits. And if you're using it to kind of get a certain goal or outcome, that's fantastic. But when I'm speaking about lunging, I'm speaking about you actually getting really, really clear on using your aids, both your natural aids and your artificial aids, using them in a way that you can communicate more clearly to your horse. But doing so in a way that is going to help him to naturally improve his way of going, okay? So developing his natural way of going, his natural abilities, okay? And that developing, that's key word here. This is what we're looking for. Running in circles is not going to achieve that. It is not, okay? You have to be honest and you have to be clear with yourself. Is it the easier thing to do? course it is sure what you, all you do is stand there and you watch and you kind of observe and you're like oh look he's running in a circle Woo-hoo. but it's not lunging okay that all being said I I feel like I constantly have to have this conversation <laughs> and I do get a little bit like come on folks lunging's different so I'll get off my high horse now, okay? Um, and I'll come back down and uh, yeah, we'll, we'll take the conversation from there now that we're all clear on that. So the first thing is get clear on what you want to improve, okay? So often as riders, we are working on something and we have all these ideas in our head. There's like a hundred gazillion, bajillion ideas in her head. And we're kind of just throwing stuff at it. We're like, okay, I'll I'll fix this. Oh, sugar, look, that part fell off. I'll fix that. Oh, sugar, look, this went wrong. I'll fix that. And you're kind of, every time you ask a question to your horse, it's totally unrelated. It's something completely different. And you can imagine how if your aids were maybe not as clear as they could be, or if your horse was potentially not understanding your aids the way you want him to understand it, which is why we re-school, that this would be really confusing and that nobody's actually going to win long-term from this, okay? So I want you to get really clear. And I really and truly, I say it all the time here, but it's so, so true. Set a clear intention for each interaction with your horse. So when you are working with your horse today, have one thing in mind that you're going to work on. 
Now, yes, you can blend other things in, but instead of you running around trying to herd cats and be like, okay, I'm going to do this. Oh, sugar, look at that. Oh, there we go. Oh, I forgot about this. Just get really clear. Okay, clarity. There we go. If you can get clear on what you want to say, chances are you'll probably be able to say it a little bit better. Okay, so think about that. The next thing is I want you to begin thinking about how you could then effectively communicate that with your horse on the lunge. And when you lunge, and if you lunge, like what I said at the very beginning, using all your aids that are available to you, you will be able to effectively communicate. Any, anything you can communicate in the saddle, you can do it on the lunge. I'm an absolute believer in that, okay? It may take you time to refine your aids to that point, but it can be done. So I want you to think about how you could use all the aids available to you. And I'm saying all the aids because you have your natural aids. They're the ones that are kind of like, they're part of you. They're attached to you. Okay. And then you have your artificial aids, like the lunge line we spoke about earlier. Um, but there's lots of different artificial aids as well. And um, so you can then blend how you're going to use all your aids together and which are going to make up maybe a bigger part of the question, which are going to be more of a supporting part in that question. Blend it together in order to get the clearest way to ask your horse the question. Okay. You'll find that some horses respond better to some aids, some horses prefer other aids and that's okay each horse is an individual it's your job as the trainer in this case to really get clear on what communication works best between you and your horse and then to really work on clarifying or refining that communication every single interaction you have with the horse okay so that's important okay so once you've kind of figured this out you can then go about beginning to ask this question to your horse when you're lunging your horse okay so asking the question is just simply a matter of first of all getting your horse's attention and then just using your aids in a way that the horse is going to actually have the best chance of understanding what it is that you're trying to get across okay so asking it but what is important when we ask is that we then have to allow the horse to respond this is the bit that many riders forget to do. They keep asking. It's not a conversation. It's a monologue. So we don't want that. We want a conversation, okay? So you need to like, you need to give them time, okay? Now, sometimes responsiveness in and of itself can be the challenge. So sometimes your horse will respond. He just mightn't respond as quickly as you would like. And well, you know how we all feel about responsiveness around these parts that's on you okay so that means you can take 100% ownership of that and you can change that which is wonderful and fantastic okay but I want you to be really really conscientious and really I suppose mindful and present with the fact that when you ask you have to give him space to respond you have to you have to just you have to wait and you have to look for the response and sometimes the lack of a response is the response okay but you do have to be there and you have to be looking at this okay from there then you have two choices regarding how you're going to respond back that's the conversation part yeah so you can do two two things you can allow which means you're happy with how your horse responded now you're going to allow that to to carry on okay or you can correct okay now they both need to happen really quickly <laughs> have you ever been in like have you ever been chatting to somebody and you say something and they're like they just it, it feels like they've ignored you and then they come back to you like maybe I don't know 10 or 15 seconds later and respond and you're kind of like 
okay, what, what wasn't that? It wasn't that great what I said. It didn't take that, it didn't require that much thought. But it can be a little, it, can you, can you f- imagine how when that happens, and I'm sure you've been in conversations where this has happened, the rhythm of the conversation gets thrown off by it. Um, the flow of the conversation gets thrown off by it. Well, this happens with you and your horse as well, okay? So if you're not really, really mindful about asking, allowing him to respond, and then you responding straight away, okay? Not dilly-dallying and, and hoping and wishing and praying. I find this happens a lot with the reward system with horses. Um, riders are so quick to correct but not so quick to reward. Okay, so I want you just to pay attention to that. But either way, um, you can then allow him, which is rewarding, okay, Um, or you can um, correct him, okay, and it's not that you wanted this huge big correction, remember the correction also has to flow with what's happening right now, okay, but it's just a simple correction, but it's done in a timely fashion, that's very important, okay, and then from there, you just rinse and repeat, okay, rinse and repeat. So let's take a real example, a real life example for this one with our horse, okay. So I want you to imagine that you're in the arena, you're working with your horse um, and you're, you're lunging your horse now and your horse is not very responsive to the fact that you want him to go from trot to walk for example okay so he's not very he kind of runs through it he you know maybe you might ask and then maybe four circles later he might consider walking okay so we're going to start working on this this is reschooling this is you now it's starting to get a little bit more clear on what you want your horse to do so the first thing would be think about how you're asking him okay so if we think about okay i want to ask for him he's in trot now, I want to ask him to walk, but I want him to do it within a quarter of a circle, okay, let's be realistic, or even a half a circle, and if your horse is at this point running, running, just running, and he's doing maybe four, five, six, seven, eight, ten circles before he walks, a half a circle is a huge amount of progress okay and I think it's doable definitely doable okay so you'll know whatever it is for your horse but let's say that's the goal we're seeing a half a circle now that we want him to go from trot to the walk okay so we're clear on what we want now we have to begin thinking about how we're going to communicate that so we could begin by getting our horse's attention using the half halt okay so you can use your half halt in the lunge it's a real thing it's it's on the lunge it's just as valuable it's it's valuable everywhere isn't it and so just as valuable as on the lunge as it is in the saddle and using groundwork as well so you ask with the half halt you just say whoa there tonto i have something to say can i have your attention ding dong and it's like just getting his attention and then thinking about how you can communicate to him that you want him to to slow down and come back to walk you want him to change gait you want him to transition okay so what you could do would be potentially you could use your position so you can get into a more if you want a woe position so that's your position in relation to your horse you could use your body language by closing your shoulder you could use your contact by just asking a little bit steady up there buddy and just like you're using it the half halt and you're using your 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 contact with your seat you can do the same when you're lunging 
to use that. You can use your voice, okay? And you're also mindful that you don't want him to fall into the walk. So you're also mindful that he's still working forward. So you're also then bringing up the tail end as well, okay? So that's important. So you're thinking about all these things. And what you can then do, let's say, for example, we're now reschooling and this horse does not want to walk, okay? He's like, no, 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 I'm happy trotting. And he's not even trotting. He's just running at this point. He's not really paying much attention to you at all. You can use the other artificial aid that so many riders forget they have, and that is the boundary. Okay, so you can use the boundary of the arena to put pressure on him. You can use it, all aids are pressure and release. You know that. So you could use your boundary to apply pressure at this point. Okay, so asking all of these things and applying it all together, you will then ask the question. And now you know where you want that response to happen. And remember, questions sometimes if the if the horse doesn't understand or if it's a responsiveness issue and the horse is maybe ignoring us a little bit, we can uh, we can vary the amount of pressure we're using to ask the question. So this could be, again, all of the aids I've just mentioned. You can vary the positioning. You can vary your body language. You can vary your voice. You can vary the way you're using the arena wall. Okay, I'm saying wall. I mean railings or whatever you have going around your arena, okay? So um, you can use that as well. So think about all these things. And then when you've asked, you're allowing your horse now time to respond. So Give him time to respond. If you can see, if he even takes a step, if he takes a thought in the right direction, he he, he thinks it. And he's like, oh, okay, reward that. Good boy. Yes, good boy. Tell him he's wonderful. Tell him that's what you want. But then ask again. Get clear on it and ask again, okay? So he then knows, okay, this is what she was looking for. So that is both allowing, but it's also then clarifying. And that's important. And then from there, you can begin to just change and play around with that. If your horse ignores you, you simply correct. You ask again, but this time you ask with a little bit more intention behind it. And don't keep asking the same way. He ignored the first way or he did not understand the first way. So you're going to have to start thinking about how can I do this differently? Which aid would clarify this a little bit more for him that this is what I'm looking for? And you must be then consistent in how you're asking each and every time. Finally, when he does walk, you want to then be quick to reward, but also to keep him going forwards. So many riders make the mistake that the horse does it and they go, yeah! and they kind of throw everything up in the air and they go woohoo celebration happy days but you've actually undone all the work you've just done (laughs) okay so it's important then to rinse and repeat so ask him to continue to walk forward and then from there you can ask him to to move on with that trot as well okay so guys i'm going to leave it at that hopefully you got a little bit of um clarity regarding how you can use lunging to reschool we used just a simple example there but you can do this with everything okay and i would love to hear um what you're doing with it you can jump inside the group and let me know over at stridesforsuccess.com forward slash community um, and you can join the free online community there and let me know how you're getting on with your lunging and And if there are any challenges, jump in and I'll chat to you soon. Be good. Bye.